0: hi and welcome to episode number nine of the who art thou podcast i'm your host bara and in today's episode we're going to be doing something a little bit different with the show than we normally would so the normal format for the show would be we would have an artist or creative on and we would chat about their creative process the art they make why they make it and what they have going on for us in the future but being that it's in april 2021 we're third way through the year so far. I thought it'd be a good idea if I did a roundup of my top five releases of the year so far, That uh, five albums that I've absolutely loved. But I'm not exactly the most qualified person in the world to be reviewing music. Uh, so I thought it'd be, it'd be a great idea if I was joined by a person who's given me crazy amount of amazing album recommendations. I can talk about an album in incredible detail. Uh, my buddy, Zach Stevenson. So Zach will pick five albums that he loved. I picked five albums that I loved. Zach goes first. I go second. And so on and so forth. Hope you've enjoyed the episode. But one last thing just before we go is that there will be a VegCast episode recorded at, on this weekend with Mark Foster. VegCast is the podcast series. It's We've only done one episode. So this will be the second episode uh, for vegetable growing and just gardening in general. If anybody has any questions that they'd like answered on the show, you can email me at the at gmail.com. Or you can drop a message onto the Who Art Thou Instagram page, and it will be answered on that episode. So get the uh, the answers in by maybe Saturday, and uh, we'll answer them on the show. Thank you, and I hope you just enjoy. Here's the theme music now from the man himself, actually Zach Stevenson. Know what to call this i guess it's like a new little thing that we're doing for the who art that podcast but uh here with zach stevenson of uh monkey and uh, we're gonna talk about our because we're what we're third way through the year so far so we're gonna talk about our top five albums so far of this year um zach thank you for coming on
1: thank you for having me dude
0: no problem whatsoever it's a, it's
1: a pleasure to finally lo- uh long time listener first time talker
0: well you did the theme um, music for it as well <laughs> so you have been contributing
1: oh yeah i did yeah oh yeah <laughs> true uh that was fun both of those are not finished
0: <laughs> don't say that now everybody's not gonna those know theme songs,
1: they were first drafts. no they were like third drafts i think but i never actually really finished them uh, uh, i'm working full time you also so mean
0: the veg cast one i don't
1: get all the time in the world to
0: some someday the world will hear
1: two vegcast ones subscribe to the patreon to hear the original vegcast uh recorded someday
0: here. the first the first theme for the vegcast will be recorded <laughs> and it will be released to the public anyway so yeah we'll get so it's like our top five albums so far um i'll be honest with you i'm extremely nervous about doing this because i've never reviewed music before um so i'm gonna Ooh. ask you to go first <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh shit okay uh well i am clearly so experienced at this that i actually haven't even no- like numbered my five so i'm going to do it right now i just have five albums that i really liked there was a couple that didn't make the list because i'm very bad at picking favorites and very bad at like listing things i'm maybe not very organized in that sense i just can't rank stuff too much against each other like what's my favorite meal fuck me like i don't know i shouldn't swear you can, as as you, you can swear as, as much as you you can swear as much as you want. Kid- oh, sweet. It's going to say it's not today FM like. <laughs> don't, uh, don't listen to uh I, I don't know. I don't know your Spotify. Oh, here stats look. Or if whatever, you think you shouldn't you know, swear, I, you should
0: see the the albums that I have picked for this. They're definitely not for kids.
1: Kids are into watching people play Grand Theft Auto, uh, you know, shouting at each other on the internet like what like why might they could be into listening to two lads talking absolute bollocks and <laughs> um, who knows so, um, so a couple shout outs of stuff that i thought was worth checking out the first one that passed on my mind was spirit of the beehive uh, entertainment death it's a weird like this is just a quick fire list it's a weird sort of indie rock album it's kind of exper- it's pretty experimental and kind of shoegazy it's odd um Another one that didn't make the cut was the Shame album, uh, Drunk Tank Pink, which was really fun. Um, just didn't, not that I didn't love it, like it's just that these other ones edged it out. And then finally, like for those I love, didn't I didn't put it in my list because I kind of felt it's a type of music that I'm not like too familiar with. And I couldn't like rate this album. I didn't feel qualified to even talk about it because it's kind of just, it's just such an experience. It's It's such a story that's so vivid and it's so real, I I I couldn't rank it, but I just know that it's there in my life whenever I need that album to listen to, which I think there will be times in everyone's life where they'll need to listen to something like that. It's just amazing. Um, so that's like everyone should give that one listen and know if you have this in your sort of toolkit or whatever. But anyway, going forward, I'm gonna go at number five, Black Country New Road. Uh for the first time it's called that's it there. Uh there's a video for all you audio files um if you subscribe to the patreon uh or I will make a patreon and if you subscribe to it you can you can have it uh please give me money <laughs> anyway and um, black Country new road they're like an eight piece band i think from England somewhere they're like kind of one of these a lot of my choices are all kind of noisy rock and uh not too noisy, not like you know probably not noisy like i imagine your picks are going to be barrel hey. uh, just kind of <laughs> angsty sort of punky energy music it's not always what i want to oh, god i'm talking so much for but i'm trying to explain just where i'm, I'm at Talk as much as you want the whole
0: of purpose of this was to get you on there. and talk about the album
1: okay cool so um
0: as long as you don't go on for like an yeah, hour yeah, like per, last per year's listing.
1: music <laughs> l- last year's music you know i was listening to things like Adrian Lenker songs was my number one album. It's still, to this day, like, one of my favorite albums I've ever heard. Same, like, Leanne Le Havis. Like, um, there was, like, these kind of softer songs, softer albums and softer artists that I was really loving. And then this year, it's just all, like, fucking up the tempo, like, get me back into a gig, sweating in a crowd uh, with sort of charged lyricism and stuff. So, um, yeah, Black Country New Road, they're, like, eight-piece band. They sort of play weird sort of rock very big big sounding but then like very maximalist they go like over the top with their music but also the thing that i kind of liked about this album was similar to kind of black midi kind of do this a bit as well as like everyone remembers the over the topness but like they actually kind of pull back and show a lot of like soft restraint and like delicate moments in their music and you know like they're so able to play amazing parts over everything, but they kind of stop and have really ch- chill parts, you know, one or two instruments. And I love that about the music because it makes listening to the album so like enjoyable and you, you listen to it once, you're like, you think, oh, I've had enough of my fill of noisy rock or whatever, but it's like, oh, these lovely little moments kind of carry me through and, you know, add a different color. Like some, the, the first song is just a mental instrumental. It's so good. Uh, it's probably the best song in the album. Because if I was to, I can't, not, I can't talk about this album and not talk about honestly, like what annoys me about it, <laughs> which uh, is kind of some of the lyrics. They're like, I love the music so much, and the lyrics. I'm not decided if they're genius, like if they're amazing or just like really like, oh, like they're gonna get really old hat by like two albums but, if they stay kind of the same. Meant to to me, it's, it feels kind of. I don't know. Um, it's just I think like the it's, I, I feel like it's like clickbait sometimes where it's like, yeah. and like, you know, great songwriting always has, like, you have, you know, lines that are non-sequiturs. They just follow and they are kind of random, like little headlines or whatever, or bumper stickers as Dave Grohl puts it or whatever. But like this, and some of the, some of the lines jump out kind of like, you know, leave Kanye out of it. And it's like, it, 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 so, I can't tell if it's genius that's, because if, if it's like the whole, if That's if, an actual if, if it's line a character, yeah yeah it's like you know it's it just feels like sort of a hashtag or something yeah, it does, yeah do that's know. exactly what it feels like um but what i would say is that like some of the songs they kind of have i don't know it's like maybe it's just this really good character and i can't quite tell where the character starts and ends but it's like you know it's like a super villain in training some of this album yeah. it's like this really toxic like messed up dude who's like singing about these weird things and events and it's just odd um, I'd love to hear the last thing I'd probably say maybe is that I'd love to hear these guys do like film music I think it would be amazing like a James Bond theme by them would be incredible maybe minus the lyrics just the music alone just the music um, if that makes sense sweet yeah I think they could totally do it because they've got like horns they've got guitars bass drums you know uh, they they can they can hold back they can play nice orchestral stuff or else they just go mental, Black mental. like Black Midi kind of. Um, All right. Yeah, I I think that's re- I, I've talked a lot about this album, but I think it's definitely worth a listen if you like brand new, if you like Black Midi, if you like just rock that kind of. The the music is quite like alive and moving and changes doesn't stay in one place in terms of like the overall sound. Yeah, but the lyrics can be a bit off-putting i would say
0: well i'm going to give a like what song would you say cuz i think i think this will be an interesting thing cuz like i don't think either of us are going to know our our picks i don't think so anyway i think mm, I, might yeah. of, I might know one i might know one so what like what would be a good song to start with
1: uh i would say i mean i kind of want to say the first song but then also i think maybe science fair or sunglasses give a much better overall picture of the the album black country, you know new science road, fair yeah. kind of has that like black country new road yeah the science fair kind of has that like super villain in waiting sort of lyrical thing where it's like you think this person is going to go out and kill someone like what are you on tonight i love this city despite the burden of preferences what a time to be alive oh i know where i'm going it's
0: black country out there oh that sounds weird as fuck
1: you know what i mean it's like like incels like in waiting which is why i can't tell if like the lyrics are like really clever or if they're like kind of are clickbaity or i i don't know I'm not really sure how I feel about the lyrics. I might really know at the end weird. of the year.
0: It's cool though. Have you not listened to this? No, no, I've never, I've never heard of these guys before in my life. Genuine, I've never heard of them. Oh,
1: okay. So like oh, when you said when, you said, the first when song. you
0: said when you said them, um, I thought you, I thought the band was called Black Country and the song the album was called New Road.
1: No, no, no. It's called For the First Time. It's the album. Oh, that's
0: okay.
1: yeah. That sounds cool. It's only six songs as well.
0: Which yeah, but they're like they're th- is, they're, they're long though Well actually they're not really Like what The longest is The longest is, a, the, the longest is I, nearly 10 minutes That's about it Yeah
1: But it's kind of three songs That one really Like if you're listening to an album It doesn't feel like It's like You know I, I love fucking 20 minute long songs Like yeah. when they're good oh, Don't when they, when they feel right Or if there's <laughs> Yeah But um, Yeah Sunglasses It's a bit like Station to Station And like By David Bowie In the way it's like It's kind of three it's Three maybe four Distinct kind of pieces and like the last one is kind of the dancey the disco yeah. version but it's really chaotic sounding
0: well i'll go with i'll go with my so this is my first pick so this would be number five in my list so it's an album called it's an album by lost girls and it's called now forgive me here but it's men's men's ket Kove- collectivet men's collectivet I think it's what it's called which means human collective it's in Norwegian but it's collective. yeah it's Yeni Val and um Havard Volden uh, so Yeni Val was like a, she's like an electri- uh, would you say like an electronic singer songwriter and like I've never really listened to her before so this album this album came up because this all was advertised on um the brooklyn vegan which is like um it's actually a news site where i get most of my metal news on they do really good updates on metal bands particularly like really 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 underground bands anyway they do really good stuff but they they, they did an announcement for this particular album and what blew my mind about it was was that it's so apparently it's largely in, uh, improvised that there's a really like most mm. of it is improvised so i think Haberwalden is um i'm i'm definitely butchering his name but he so Lost Girls is a collective between the two of them. But he's a guitarist, I think, and then like Yenny Val would be, uh, which is spelled Jenny, like G E N N Y, and then H V A L. But she's like a singer-songwriter, and she normally like writes these songs. Which I was kind of weird to hear that she was going to be doing like an improvised album. So like when it starts out, it was released in March. And like, um, I think the label was small town, super sound, but like, I have the, I have the lyric in front of me here. So this is, so as I said, completely improvised and it's done in this, she sings, she does sing on it and she has a gorgeous singing voice, but she does these spoken words sections. So like, this is like, this is like one of the ones in the first song, which is this 15 minute long song that doesn't really have much music going on until like after, and then it gets into this kind of transy kind of stuff. Mm. But it's like, at this time, there is no I and we don't know God. Can we ever truly be selfless and compassionate when we don't know? What is human? Is human and I a non selfless action? Can you ever really say you are knocking on a door as a selfless act because you are imposing your belief on someone else? You are admitting that you believe that your belief is more worth than whatever uh, lies behind the door. You knock on the door because you believe in the concept of a door and of preaching, spreading the good word. But it's like the way that it's delivered is this kind of like... um, like flow of consciousness. Do you mean it doesn't like it? Genuinely seems mm. really improvised, but then it's like balance with whoa, these.
1: Can I just say yeah. whoa? What? <laughs> that was a lot. Can I just say whoa? That was a lot.
0: What I just said or what the lyrics?
1: The the, the
0: lyrics. Yeah, the oh lyrics are God. mad, aren't they? I trying to and did I like because like yeah, it's just the? it's it's like fucking like and I re I was like when you listen to it, which I love about it because the music is this kind of like it's this kind of like hypnotic kind of and there's these little ambient noises coming in and then there's this kind of like poppy kind of stuff going on and this kind of clicky drum machine but then you have this kind of like spoken word as i said flow of consciousness and the two of them kind of like in my mind seemed almost separate but they're the same so my mind went fucking haywire when i was listening to it and i i bear in mind as well i don't normally listen to this kind of stuff at all this would be not my alley Mm. but it's just it's just beautiful i want to ask the jehovah's Perhaps that thing about
1: selflessness boils down to my own limited understanding of selflessness. To me, selflessness has a lot to do with singing. To sing is a selfless act, or at least potentially like, a
0: selfless um, act. What was it? So there's there's a little bit of crap rock in it as well, which is pretty cool. But then uh, like a song, Real Life, which is one of the songs on it, it ha- like has these repetitive, um, this repetitive beat with these kind of like, this is when you really hear the improvised guitar, which I think is kind of like, improvised guitar is kind of a weird one to throw in as well. So you have these beats, this kind of like, again, as I say, trancy stuff, and then just these guitar, clangy guitar bits coming Mm -hmm. in with these little lyrics and stuff. It's just, it's mad is the best way to describe it. But I really, really loved it. And then you have this other kind of repetitive lyric at the very end, which as they say, if apparently it's improvised, these lyrics are just amazing. At the same end of real life as... Where we die, we where we die, we become when we die, we become paper, charcoal and a marker pen. Meanwhile, we are merely content creators of what is called real life. And it's sung in this kind of just poppy Oh, I don't know what more what more to say about it. It's just it's just a trip. But it's mm. not an album. This is my only kind of take from it's not an album that you'd put a random song on. You would kinda you you know, you wouldn't just go, Oh, I'm gonna yeah. listen to this. You would have to you would listen yeah, to it. It's a bit probably
1: I feel it sounds a bit like Earl Sweatshirt, some rap songs. kind of. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's a trip, have you listen to that? Yeah,
1: yeah, like, I can't, I can't, it's so short, that album, that you just put it on, you have to listen to the whole thing. It's like 25 minutes. You're like, okay.
0: But this album yeah, it's, is...
1: it's if, quite dancey, like.
0: Isn't it? It, it does actually come across, yeah. like, there's certain songs on it that make you go, like, I can imagine this in a club dancing to this, and then it kind of just gets, it, I don't know, it's... I know I meant to be talking about what I think about it, but it's one of these albums that I don't really know what to make of it. I just know that I really, really, really loved it. Like it's, it's just a cool sounding album, but the idea that it's what I like about it, that it's improvised. It genuinely does come across improvised. It doesn't come across as like, Oh, we're going to say that it's improvised, but we actually definitely structurally planned this uh, completely together but it, the, what I think makes it about being improvised, it sounds like there's something more endearing and human about it because you know, it's like, oh, this is the strain, this is the train of thought that's going through her head and even like when mm. your man comes in with the guitars, he's kind of like, you hear him coming in at these parts and like, oh, that's, those little parts that he comes in on are so impeccably timed. Like, the the fin- the fine closer on that album is is tremendous. Um, what is it called? Real Life. Yeah, Real Life. Real Life is a, a tremendous closer. Mm. But, um, that's all I have to say about that one. That's my first pick. I just, I thought it was brilliant. Um, yeah.
1: Nice. I was expecting like, some, like metal or something. Uh,
0: more <laughs> down the road. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: coming. Oh, I suppose we're only at number five. Only at number guess, five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're only at number five, yeah. We're only at number five. It's only up or down
0: from here. <laughs> uh, so it's your turn now. Okay.
1: The next one, um, I think I, I guess like I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Viagra Boys. Oh, Viagra great Boys, choice. Welfare Jazz. Um, great this choice. This album is, is a hoot. Yeah. It is a hoot. It is a barnstormer. It is a, like, y- you're just a little too drunk at a wedding. And, like, this is the soundtrack. <laughs> like, it that is, is so... such a good way fun. to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like a little pissed at the you it's like some discos happening and like you you have your own little adventure slash love story i don't know it's kind of a rock opera Boys, swedish uh sort of like post-punk again sort of band but like these guys are a little especially on this album they're showing that they're a little more like they've got more in the tank than just like the noisy like stooges kind of disco-y sound whatever they've got going on um. This, they're from sweden but i think the singer is american born and um, it's like it's like it, some of the songs you could fit into a disco like or a techno like set like pretty easily mm. and so long as that you had enough of a crossover people wouldn't really notice like they're they're very when they're dancing, they're very dancing. they're really there's a proper Except there's the a full-on disco
0: song on at one point isn't there suppose, Oh, yeah. there's like
1: three. Yeah. I, the first album was like all disco. So when I first heard this, I was a bit disappointed because like it was like, oh, it felt like it was like stopping and starting, and it was like slow and there was like songs and singing. And I was like, What is this singing? I just want disco like yeah. we're like, yeah. But as, as I listen to it more, it's kind of like it seems like it's kind of like this love story that like kind of blurs the line between the singer, the singer's kind of character, because Viagra Boys they're kind of like a like it's kind of like a joke or something like the singer sings a lot of songs that are clearly like a joke where it's like this is a messed up person and it's funny like but yeah this this album um, what would I say I think the as the more I listen to it the more I realized I love the like slower moments like uh, the song to the country I think is like if you had to listen to one song from this I think that one is the best music that they've made like the, the instrumentation the arrangements it's quite like lush like it's it's like kind of that sort of pet sounds beach boys full like things moving in and out sliding in like lots of different colors in the sound even though like they are a band that's like guitars and disco we could get like, a you know. house
0: together somewhere on the country you would be happier out there when no one's in a hurry and i know i don't show it but i think that's what i want now just you and me, the dogs, and no drugs to bring us down, no. Out on the country. Out
1: on the country. Um, the lyrics say it's kind of a rock opera. It, it goes on and like he sort of he's a kind of this degenerate kind of like trash man. I'm like, I'm a trash man. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm a toad. Like he just that's his kind of voice. Um, but it kind of gets really endearing and sweet at times. As well creatures the song creatures is just an absolute banger it's like a new wave sort of 80 very 80s like new wave I'm pop i'm pretty kind of sure stream.
0: creatures was my favorite song off it if i'm not mistaken yeah. i think it was and
1: it ends it ends with a song i love there's a kind of really meta thing that happens where like yeah. the second last song is called to the country and it's kind of gorgeous and it gets a little bit of a country thing going on in his voice and then the last song is a cover of a country classic by John Prine yeah, with, with a, Am, Amy Taylor from Amelow I know, which was such a, a when, duet. When,
0: when I, when she, cause I was listening to it when it came out. Cause you, you asked me to, li- where well, you told me to listen to it. You asked me to listen, mm. you didn't tell me to listen to it. But I saw, like, I like, I, I like I, Boys. I strapped you down we and strapped I shoved down. those headphones on you and said, Barry you gotta listen to this. You brother. can't leave until you listen to this. But, um. When I was listening to, it I loved it the whole way through. I, I've that's such a good pick. I'm annoyed at that one, but um, uh, it's, it's one
1: especially when you listen to it again, you'll be like, "Oh, that's great!" Like it's like a little film. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it has like its own little story that wraps up it's with just, a nice little. It's just a cool. And I did not album. expect that from them. Um,
0: but at the yeah. at the at the at the end when the the guest vocal came in with it's it's is it a- it's a how how is it Amy is it not or is it a what how is you pronounce the name.
1: It's Amy and the band is Amel. Um, yeah. or
0: Amel, yeah. I think
1: it's Amel. But it, a- I was just like, what Amy the fuck? Or, I
0: was like, and it's so, it comes out, it doesn't, it doesn't, it it, it comes out of so left field, and, at, but at the same time, it doesn't. It's just such a weird song to come yeah. at the end, it, but brilliant, yeah, no. Good pick, man. That's But it's so sweet,
1: pick. like, it's like the ultimate, like, trash, like, ballad, like, of these two people who are like, I don't know, singing about things that like, you know, society would say are like bad and like, but it's in a sweet, loving way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know.
0: Yeah, I get exactly what you mean. Oh, yeah. A
1: it's a fun one.
0: That is a fun one.
1: For fans of like the Stooges or like even talking heads maybe, but like, mm. I don't know, LCD Sound System as well is a big one. I think it's, a, it's like an LCD Sound System, but like with more Iggy Pop like vibe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with that. Uh anything else to say about it? Um <laughs>
1: I can't wait to see them. See them, yeah. Dance whenever they're back.
0: Oh, they were so good when we saw them in uh when we saw them in the uh great social. It was so good.
1: I remember, I think it was John or Kieran who were, like, booking the gigs in the Grand Social, literally said, like, that was one of the best gigs we've ever put on, like, oh, yeah. and they're, like, it's nice to hear that, because, like, I'm biased, because I like the band, like, I love their recorded music, and I've been following them, and, like, you know, I have this, like, thing, I already, I already was going to love the gig, but, like, when they say it, like, and they put on gigs every night, it's like, it was, But you must go see this band, the like, they're one, so fun. The
0: one thing that I thought was hilarious, though, do you remember the mental lads taking their tops off? And being like, yeah, oh, it did get and it's quite... like, you do realize like, you know, the, the Viagra boys sing songs that are slagging. It's all you like bionic, like it's like, yeah, it's yeah. so, and there was like these, there was a guy doing, do you remember there was a guy doing pull-ups on the bar in the middle of the fucking stage? No, in the middle of the, in the thing, he nearly brought the, the tent part down and then every, and then the security guard came over and had to take him down because he would have brought the whole rig down. And all his mates were just like, yeah, we just like, yeah, fuck you, fuck you. And it's like, dude, you you should have been thrown out. You were being an asshole, doing fucking pull ups on a bar in the middle of the yeah. gig. Like, anyway, <laughs> I just love the fact that, that they that weren't. Be my, they,
1: my negative point. Go on. That I'll say that the, the bad thing is, it's 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 all kind of ironic, like character sleazy man. But like, if it actually promotes people being like not. Climbing things now is fun. Climbing things is good, good fun. But maybe you're not on bring the, grand the whole social, rig down, you know? and
0: if you brought the rig down, it would have yeah, fell on the drummer. Not, like... not
1: when it's like, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I think but yeah, I think my good um, good my number four will surprise you. Um, so I'm just let me. I just Paradigma Paradigmes uh, is the name of the album by Lefemme, who are like this kind of like uh, whoo, they're like a psych. They're, they're, so they sing entirely in French. So you won't hear me talking about the lyrics. You okay. won't hear me reading into- any of the lyrics. Sing entirely in French. Um, they, they, I, I feel like they sound really like Kraftwerk. Like there's a lot of kraut rocking in. Okay. But I think saying that they're a clone of Kraftwerk would be really unfair because they're definitely not. They throw in enough influences in there that it, they really set themselves apart. But um, this album now was only released. Was released two weeks ago. April, April second is when it was released. And I'll be honest with you, it was one of the things that the 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 uh, the artwork caught me instantly. It was because like, it looked like a 1980s, like, new wave cover. I was like, that looks cool. And um, and then hearing them sing in French uh, made me instantly go, oh, fuck, this is awesome. Like, uh, I think, like, the reason why I love Christine the Queens is so much is because I have a CD version of her album that's all in French. I don't know what it is about people singing in foreign languages that I don't understand. I really, 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 really like it. But, uh, no, these guys are genuinely class. They're really, 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 really cool. Um, what I really, really, really liked about this album from the very get-go, from the opening song, which is the title track of the album, is that you can hear the band actually having, like, tremendous fun making it. Like, you, you know, you know, we just go, oh, this hmm. is going to be such a fun album because it just sounds like that they're having a, the crack. Like, there's even a song on it, I think, a song called Foreigner, it's the only song that's in English and it sounds like a Mimi song because it's this kind of spoken word Mm. kind of it's, but uh, yeah, no, it's class. Um, But what I really, really like about it, it, it's not necessarily a concept album, but the band, it's, it sounds like they're on a a road trip around America is kind of the feel that I get it sounds like the the vibe okay. of the album is like a bu- like that I get is like a bunch of people who've never been to the States who are just driving around and they're making like little kind of notes so there's like a song called like Cool Colorado on it there's a song called Pasadena on it like Nueve Orleans which is obviously New Orleans um, and it has these really like it has these really strong American vibes with like it's like it, but it is very much like Europeans trying to recreate an American vibe if you get me like it's just like it Mm. the the best way to describe it 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 does sound like a road trip like some some sound and they kind of flip up the uh, none of the none of the sounds in it are consistent the whole way through which i know for some people will kind of get a bit annoying but they do it in such a way that's interesting the whole time so like they're not flipping the style and it's not undeserved like it still sounds like them but it it Mm -hmm. just sounds completely different at the same time but they just flip it so much like i think in like the span of three songs, um, like "Cool Colorado," the vibe that I got was like driving through Colorado, but driving in convert with your hair blowing and just not giving it a fuck at all, like having a cigarette and going. Like it's just, it's just such a cool, cool, fun, beautiful song. And the chorus has these big, big horns in it with this gorgeous singing. Oh, by the way, they have two vocalists; they have a male and female vocalist, which I think adds a lot to it as well city at the Denver city c'est là que le train but then like the very song after it is called um now, I I'm knowing I'm mispronouncing it, but it's like Fatré de Bordel, which is fuck it up, um, as far as I'm in French. Um, I'm not 100% sure about it. But like, so you have this kind of cool, breezy, kind of like sleek song. And then right after it, it's this like super punky song with these synthy guitars that's just relentlessly like, oh, 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 like constantly. Do, 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 do. And then right after it, it's followed immediately by Eva Orleans. I'm mispronouncing all these French words I apologize to anybody who speaks Mm. French or who has ears but um, like it's just an electronic rock song that's like super happy with these cool kind of keys going on it's just it's all over the place in the best kind of way and then, like right after, mm-hmm. oh, this is another. They have a song called "La Le Cheval." Again, sorry for the pronunciation. I know I'm fucking up, so, but they have like a genuine tribute. It sounds like a tribute to a neomoricone, like the like the old kind of like fistful of daughters kind of stuff, like a song that has like horse whips spaghetti westerns like, like, it, literally spaghetti westerns like it has the horse whips and stuff it has horse neighings and stuff and you're like where the fuck is this and then like <laughs> back into these kind of like electronic almost dancey beats so it's as I said stylistically it's mad but just to listen to it, it what I love mm. about it the main thing the main takeaway that I love about it is you can put it on it's an hour long album and it's just fun from the get from the get-go. It's just nonstop, just such good crack to listen to. And just you know, you can imagine in the recording studio that they were just having the time of their life recording it. Um yeah, highly yeah. recommend it. That's that's my that's my fourth album. I just I, I didn't really have I don't have much to say about it other than I would just highly recommend sticking it on and just having a great time because it's just so, so, so fun. What's it? What's it called again? It's called La Femme uh, Paradigma Paradigmas. So like the song that I so just play the opener song on it, and you'll hear instantly what I'm talking about. Um, so P-A-R-A-D-I-G-M-E-S. Wow. and the opener song you'll hear it straight away. You have these horns, you have these beautiful keys. Um, it's very like new wave. Like, I'd say, like, new wave kind of, like, it sounds like a, parts of it sound like a 1980s album, but it's new enough to go, like, oh, fuck, there's a good stuff changed here. Bit of kraut rock thrown in, um, some cold wave stuff. Um, yeah, it's just, and some electronic and pop stuff. All right, man, it's uh, your album number three.
1: Oh, Sugar. Okay, this is easy now, because I've eliminated. I know what my number one and my two are, Right, but I didn't know this other three. So the next one I have here is, The newest of the albums, the most recent one that I listened to, which is maybe why it's up at three, because I just get so much out of it, but it's Dry Cleaning, a band from London, I think. I just feel like it's London because of the singer. What was
0: the name? Dry Cleaning? Sorry. How do I describe this band, Dry Cleaning? Um,
1: It's like if, like Phoebe Waller-Bridge, right? You know Fleabag? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I've never watched Fleabag. If she she decided,
1: okay, for the, anyone listening, if 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 Phoebe Waterbridge wrote Fleabag season three, where Fleabag joined a band and started singing songs, but every time she practiced or uh, went on stage, she was like really really stoned. I was just kind of like <laughs> monologuing her thoughts. That's what this album is like. Like I'm, it's re Like the lyrics is the thing that is the magic for me. When you first listen to it, when I first heard it, I had it on in work and. I just thought when i was like half listening over the pa i was like oh like this is like just sounds like the sonic youth ripoff and it's like very kim gordon with the like low female vocal over kind of like uh, sort of art rocky guitars like mm. they're weird like the the drummer bass the drummer has the easiest job in the world he just holds down like one two three four the whole album which i guess is the only thing i would say i'd like to hear more drum You know variation but like my god the the musicians hold down this lovely bed but like the lyrics i just have to read out some of them just so you get an idea this is one of the opening songs I say like phoebe waterbridge fleabag stunk joins a band stoned and it's like weak arms can't open the door kung fu cancel i'll be okay i just need to be weird and hide for a bit and eat an old sandwich from my bag (laughs) I've come here to make a ceramic shoe and I've come to smash what you've made. I've come to learn how to mingle. I've come to learn how to dance. I've come to join the knitting circle. I've come to hand weave my own bunk bed ladder in a few short sessions. Like, it's just so weird. It's mental. Uh, but it's brilliant. Like, it's like really mundane, like thoughts or something. But there's like the choice of words. I don't even know if they're choices it seems like or if they just kind of bubble up from thought, back of the brain. Sporadic almost like yeah and it's her delivery is so deadpan and it sounds like really monotone the first time you listen to it but when you kind of get more familiar and you're listening like kind of following along her as if as if she was standing in front of you reciting a poem Mm. you sort of pick up on all the like subtleties and things like i'm trying to see of another one like that stands out to me (laughs) like there's just so many some more of the lyrics that stand out to me are like for instance the song called her hippo (laughs) <laughs> and there's just a bit where she says like I'm smiling constantly and people constantly step on me and I don't know it's just like I relate to that so much in a weird way of like when you're like if you're you're putting on your best face in your life and then like you know you just feel I don't know it's not like something that I always feel but like I know that feeling of like putting on a big smile and like people are just like being a dick.
0: yeah I'm being fucking miserable Taking the whole time as well. or
1: whatever like It's like, it's super relatable. Everyone will find something in this album, I feel like, like there'll be like one little stanza or line that you like, you understand and like, nobody else will. It's so, I'm so fascinated by her lyrics. One of my favourite ones is uh, on the song, on the song John Wick, which I think is kind (laughs) of about like aging or like just thinking about getting old and I think, like, becoming, like, an old man or an old dad maybe because something. Keanu Reeves or never maybe she's ages. she's noticing herself becoming, like, a bit more of an old dad. But that's a cool cause title. It's like, there's a line that's, like...
0: Because Keanu Reeves never ages. There's a whole, <laughs> a whole meme on the internet about it.
1: Oh, yeah, that's... A, oh, I didn't think of that. Um, There's this bit where, like, this is a whole stanza of a verse. They've really changed the pace of the Antiques Roadshow. More antiques, more price revivals, less background information the reason the price reveals were so good was because we had to wait for them. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a little review of, like, the current season of the fucking Antiques Roadshow. Like, as I say, it just, like, there's just so many lines. Like, what's another one? like, I've been thinking about eating that hot dog for hours. it's (laughs) It's just the whole... The music, if I was, okay, enough about the lyrics. The music, it's a bit like The Strokes, I think, at times. It's got a very sort of art rock, sort of dissonant approach sometimes with the guitar, but the guitar also kind of reminds me a lot of, like, Neil Young when he's, like, soloing this kind of, like, it's, like, a really, like, it's melodic, but it's, like, awkward and, like, you know, like, not slick, but, like, yeah. tight, if that makes sense. Not smooth, but, like, it's, it's locked into the the music but and the guitar's actually like bring a lot of color into the songs I really like in like Unsmart Lady there there's a great guitar line that just you know adds all the color because her vocals are so deadpan um yeah the bass is just kind of grooving stuff like it's if it was just bass and drums like you could you know you could do anything over it like it's very groovy backbed um but like yeah they just it just all together it's just I'm just so excited by this album I just find it so uh I'm so fascinated by it like every time i listen to it i'm like getting a new thing out of it and like while it's, it starts you start listening to it it's quite uh what you call it like you know see might seem quite monotonous like if you give it that second listen you'll be like oh whoa i love that line or like something will just hit you out of left field and i'm just really excited to see where this where this woman her name, her name is florence i think where she goes from here like as an as an artist as a writer like because i feel like it's it's such a fresh like writer you know what i mean i feel like if, if a Nick Cave or a David Bowie or someone, you know, made an album, you know, everyone kind of listens to every word they say, and it's like, wow, there's such an insight, yeah, like, this is like breath. that, except it's really mundane and dumb, but that's kind of the thing, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, What's, what what would be song to it's check like, out really now, actually, simple. Just to hear it, just because like...
1: I think the first song, I think the first song is Brilliant Scratch Card Lanyard, just so you can hear her talking about like, I'm okay, I just need to eat an old sandwich from my bag, like that line, just is so funny.
0: We comes, come, open the door, comfort council. It'll be okay, I just need to be weird and hide for a bit and eat an old sandwich from my bag.
1: I've come here to make a ceramic shoe and I've come to smash what you made. I've come to learn how to mingle.
0: I've come to learn how to Wow, her voice is really droll, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's so like understate, like monotone.
0: Kind of like. I don't even want to be, I'm so cool, I don't want to be here type of voice.
1: Yeah, but but at the same time, the thing that I love is, like, it has that cool thing, but the lyrics are so dorky and so, like, honest. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is, like, there is no, like, this is, like, life off of social media. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's all just, like, everyday shit. Like, there's a song where she's, like, you know, packing up stuff from her ex's place, and she's like, what about those sausages? What about the mayonnaise? And it's, like, you know... It should, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, it It tells the story through like the details as opposed to like, you know, direct lines yeah, or whatever.
0: Yeah, no, that, that actually sounds right up my alley. I think I'd really like but that. But there's, there's that a, a lot going to. on in
1: the guitars and what's really impressive is it's basically for, for the most part, it's just one guitar, the bass, drums, a little bit of keys, a little bit of percussion or whatever that, you know, does add a lot. But like the guitar, like these guys live will be so easy to translate this. Like, this will sound the same live because it's so simple. It's just, reco- it's very straightforward. As I say, I can't wait to see where they go from here.
0: Is You know what it, I mean? It's, this it's isn't a, really a debut, simple, is it?
1: It's like the strokes and it's very back to basics. It's a debut. Is it a debut?
0: Album. Oh, wow.
1: There's there's a bit like, where it's like, in. it's like, this just comes out of nowhere. In the painting's foreground, at the bottom, it's is a famous anamorphic, which when viewed side long, is revealed to be a human skull that seems like a lot of garlic is the next line <laughs> you know like, it's like that's what i'm talking about here it's like it, when you read a line out on its own it maybe doesn't seem like you know anything worth a note but it's yeah. like the combination of these like things where like you get the sense this person like thinks a lot they have a lot of opinions they have a lot of stuff but like they're jumping between, like, that and, like, what they, like, what food they let go off in the fridge. Do you know what I mean? I love it. Um, And it feels very, it's a perfect kind of, like, pandemic sort of album where it's, like, you just, it's, like, it feels very, like, normal life, very mundane. Mm. But there's something so, like, revolutionary about that hearing it now. And it's, like, ah, like, this person is literally singing
0: about sausages. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, but uh, my third uh, album for album of the year so far, and it probably honestly it probably will like I don't know if my next three, my next my next three I year. love so much that if something beats this out in a top ten spot, I'll be highly surprised. But it's um, it's the body all I've seen. Uh, sorry, I have seen all I need to see. Uh, it was released in January by Thrill Jockey and like for anybody who doesn't know the body i think the best way to describe their music is misanthropy they uh they fucking hate people <laughs> like uh, so the, the two guys it's a duo so like lee b u f o r d and um Buffer bufford and uh, chip king so i think chip king's like the head kind of songwriter so the two guys i think they've been going since 1999 hmm and like i'd say like they're they're classed as a metal band but honestly they're kind of in the realm of like merzbow merzbow and like prurient in that like they're very much it is very much like doom metal like it has the structures of doom metal but if it was like they're just they just make mental fucking noises but like i was listening to i was watching an interview with chip king who as i said like he's the head songwriter and he described their music as like basically it's 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 music written by two people who who um uh really really hate uh earth and uh, no not earth hate hate, hate <laughs> mankind i think that we're like a scourge to humanity and like they do not mince words with their lyrics their lyrics are inten- like really intense um I'm kind of like, like not to, I wouldn't, I would basically, I wouldn't listen to them if you were, you know, um, there's a very particular mood to listen to the body, but it's, it's grim. It's really fucking grim. Oh like it's, 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 uh, I hate this earth and I hate everybody on it kind of music. It's aggressive as fuck. Oh, Jesus. Um, they're intense. Uh, I won't. I'm not even gonna pretend that they don't. So okay. I came. I Give me, give me a snippet. I, yeah, give I'll give you a, a snippet, snippet. I'll give you a snippet before I before to... I talk about it, which will kind of put it into context. So the the um, I haven't even got into like how I heard about them or anything because I am very excited to talk about them because I've never really had the opportunity to actually talk about them with anybody. But um, so uh, Chip King, who does the vocals, they do this kind of like wailing noise. So it's unlike, they're, they're unlike anything you've ever heard, but you'll hear this kind of like if you listen to Zach, listen to Tied Up Unlocked In listen to the first 30 seconds.
1: Sorry, I didn't. Were you talking? Yeah, no. Because I was just uh lost in in that.
0: It's cool, though, isn't it? It's a cool.
1: That sounds like that sounds like the demon hordes approaching, <laughs> but not not in the way that Iron Maiden or like I don't know Amon marth or whatever band wants you to believe. It's like in the reality, like the brutal like demon hordes are approaching that's the music that you hear it's in that fidelity that crunchiness it is cool as fuck isn't
0: it like just the level the level (laughs) but the wailing kind of scares yeah it is it's it's terrifying music like it's not something that i would i wouldn't i wouldn't sit there going hey go listen to the body today
1: i think it would be an amazing amazing start to a sunday morning
0: oh absolutely with those, with the birds chirping and everything? About eleven o'clock
1: <laughs> sunshine. Yeah. Or not eleven o'clock I don't know, whenever. So I guess I was like a Sunday morning is always a late morning for me. But yeah. So like
0: like for um, for anybody yeah, for anybody who still hasn't lot. caught on about how intense these guys are, so um, I came about them because they did um, two. Um, so they're 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 really famous for doing kind of like they're famous for just being intense, intense as fuck, but and really really experimental and really creative. Like they will they they make they create noises by really pushing the boundaries of like pedals and uh, soundboards the, yeah, and stuff. The, but they did like the music. Sorry, go on. No,
1: I was going to say like it's recorded in a strange way, like you know it's not just heavy like like heavy sick like they've messed with the it sounds like they've messed with the mechanics of the like the actual microphones or what whatever the- like they've done stuff to it that it sounds yeah no it's weird. nuts like distortion on everything so like but not in the just over distorted way the
0: first the first way I've heard about them I heard about them first with um they had a they had an album called No One Deserves Happiness highly recommend super fun and uh, then they had a they had a <laughs> they super had G. a collaborative album so they're really they're really famous for collaborations so they did a collaborative album with uh, Thou and as you know like Zach will know this I'm a enormous fan of Thou. And then I'm even a bigger fan of Full of Hell, so they have two collaborative yeah. albums with Full of Hell called "One Day You You Will Ache Like I Do," and then um, "Ascending a Mount a Mountain of um, Ascending a Mountain of Heavy Light," which has, in my opinion, one of the best uh, experimental metal songs ever on it, which is "Earth Is a Cage." Um, would highly recommend. But I have two other albums on vinyl, so I have uh, I have fo- Is that a flat Earth anthem or what's the crack like? No, what? No. <laughs> No, it's not.
1: Is that that a flat Earth anthem? Uh, No,
0: (laughs) no. But uh, they have. It's not. It's not flat. It's a cube. cube. But they have like they have they also that's so why you don't fall off the edge. Obviously, gravity <laughs> keeps you to the side <laughs> of
1: the cube.
0: They also have uh, collaborative albums with uh, Uniform, who are really who I love as well. They're kind of industrial, kind of like Godfleshy sound band. But um, so the last album that I heard by them was uh, "I Have Fought Against It," but I can't any longer. And I was like, they can't really top this. And in my opinion, all I've seen, I need to see um i think they definitely topped it i just think i don't think there's anything as kind of just bleak and horrible as this album and i know like people are going like why is it why is he saying those words and this is recommended um it's just it's the album is a trip basically but i think like the best way to kind of summarize how it actually sounds is that it opens up with this kind of like really eerie kind of vocal sample of a poem written by Douglas Dunn called the the kaleidoscope and it was written, the, the guy wrote it after his um, wife sadly passed away. But this is the poem that opens up this album. And this really brings you into it. As, and this, is, this album, as, like, as I said at the beginning, is not an album for the faint of heart. It's a really intense album. But the poem is, To climb these stairs again, bearing a tray, might be to find you pillowed with your books, your inventories listing gra- uh, gowns and frocks as if preparing for a holiday. Or turning for the landing, I might find my presence watched through your kaleidoscope. A symmetry of husbands, each redesigned in lovely forms of foresight, prayers and hopes. I climb these stairs a dozen times a day, and by the open window, wait, looking at it where you died. My hands become a tray, offering me my flesh, my soul, my skin. Grief wrongs us so. I wait. I stand and wait and cry for the absurd forgiveness, not knowing why. Like it's so fucking bleak. These themes are kind of like, just like complete nihilism. It's just and but the, I like that's just the lyrics alone. Like the second song only has three lyrics, um, three lines of lyrics, which will, I will die alone. I will die from you. Ashes, dust and thirst. That's, that's the three lyrics for the, the second song. So as I said, relentlessly, ba- a relentlessly hard album, but it's just, it's the hypnoticness of like these heavy kind of fucking cool drums. And just this, like there's this sense of like the music is constantly like pulsing and alive when you're listening to it. I don't know wh- what they did while they were making it, but it's just this um, kind of foreboding kind of constant sense of like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. The entire time you're listening to it, it's it's a it's it's an experience. Listen to it as an experience like I can't really describe. But um, it's probably one of these albums that you'd listen to like three or four times ago. I'm never putting myself through that again. It's so intense. But yeah. Um, I highly recommend it. I think it's amazing. Um, so, like, the, the, the <laughs> also, I haven't bought it on vinyl yet. And the reason why I haven't on vinyl, bought it on vinyl is because the level of distortion and heaviness, Zach, you probably heard it there yourself, would probably break my speakers. Yeah. It's just, the, it's just such a, the, it's such a unique sounding kind of like, for anybody who's listened to Murzbow or um or Sun O would be a big one. Like there's a lot, of, I think there's a lot of Son like drone, kind of metal droning stuff, uh stuff going on in it. Or kind of like Yeah, like I would say that kind of stuff. It's this glitchy, kind of uncompromising sound the whole way through it. But uh like the three songs that I would say to check out, if you're gonna check it out, would be uh The Handle the Blade, um, then the second one would be Tied Up and Locked In, and then finally uh The City is Shelled, I think is a fucking amazing song but uh yeah that's my that's my uh, third pick um <laughs> again uh, it's I wouldn't
1: that was yeah' it's, the, it's it's an, gates of mordor <laughs> i don't even know if there's gates well they built gates and then they go open them god damn it with that i'm still shook it's it's i've been reading a lot of the wheel of time at the moment and it sounds like you need to they need to amazon who are making a uh, adaptation of the way the time need to take that for as the a
0: blueprint monsters yeah.
1: and demon hordes and stuff oh, yeah man, you can't yeah. deny
0: that it's it sounds like nothing you've ever heard before like it's like it's
1: no it, do, it really doesn't it doesn't sound like conventional metal anyway and i i have listened to a metal but in my life, I've listened to some
0: like even the wailing. Like there's, there are wretched vocals in it, but that wailing and it's that consistent wailing the whole way through just makes it all mm. the more eerie because it's this kind of like, uh, like, but like obviously more. It, but it's it's not conventionally heavy. But for whatever reason, the way that yeah. it is within the music, with within those kind of those crazy drums and that that distortion and those weird kind of pulsing noises, it just makes it to add to that all the level more creepy and just unnerving and just horrible. But if I think if you isolated that vocal, it probably wouldn't sound all that terrifying. But it's just it's the in the context of what it's been mm. played in. It's just mental. But uh, yeah, that's my that's that's my album number three anyway but um anyway we're on to your album we're on to your album number two man your turn
1: album number two so this next one and i don't have the actual album so i drew a little picture
0: (laughs) that's adorable oh i know do you know what (laughs) i actually i actually saw you listening to it today on spotify and i was just like He's, uh, that's definitely one of his picks because my god! I accidentally spilled some of my <laughs> uh,
1: can on it, which has made actually a lovely like little finishing touch. Yeah, I it suits it. It, suited, it, it looks suits like the vibe. A sun and the moon. But
0: by the way, for anybody who hasn't, the Earth and the for, moon for anybody who hasn't um, noticed what Zach has picked.
1: Oh yes, I've yeah. I've 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 drawn a, I've drawn a, a poor amateur uh, sketch of the album cover.
0: Uh, You still haven't said what the album is. It's uh, Nick
1: Cave and Warren G. Uh, Warren Warren Ellis, not Warren G. Warren G. Uh, Although (laughs) Warren G.
0: (laughs) Is he not a rapper or Uh, something? Nate Dogg and Warren
1: G. Nick Cave and Warren Ellis. Nate Dogg and Warren G. That that is my review. That's my review. Regulators, regulators. Um, Anyway, uh, moving swiftly on. (laughs) I would love to hear Warren Ellis collaborate with like, I don't know, uh, Dr. Dre or like a real G-funk like beat with like Warren Ellis playing his like little violin on top. <laughs> I don't know why it's little. Why does Warren Ellis have a little violin? Is he a small man? <laughs> the little violin. Um, yes, sorry. Nick Cave, Warren Ellis. Uh, first album that's not a soundtrack that they've released under their names. Normally Nick Cave. It's Nick Cave and they the Bad Lawless Seeds. Together, didn't they did Lawless together, did Like 1984. Yeah, they did Lawless together. They did like uh, what's that one? The Proposition. They did loads of like they're amazing. Yeah. Maybe, they're... If you don't know who they are, uh, Nick Cave is a sort of was a kind of punk, like gothy sort of singer. Has now kind of matured into sort of the realm of a Leonard Cohen, uh Tom Waitsy sort of songwriter. Yeah, he's
0: between he's like, those two. I think was the best way to put him. Definitely, like he's still, but he still has that. He still has that very much that punk element to him, which is fantastic.
1: Yeah, which he had kind of lost over his not lost, but like you know the last so the last ten years, the last decade for Nick Cave has been you know really tragic and like more people probably know of that than any of his songs in a way. He, it was like his his son and everything, and the two albums that followed from that, which you know was like a tough tough decade. My God, but those three albums musically. Um, were much softer than Nick Cave has kind of done before and then this year this album comes out and it's like it's it still takes it still takes a sort of musical like clap, like ethereal sort of lovely angelic vibe of his last his stuff is very sort of listenable music that he's released and it kind of adds a bit more of the punk nick back into it yeah the lyrics are are sort of more they're they're at, they're somehow equally like more focused and also more broad. You know, they're not just about like grief, but the main thing I took away from this album was like it feel it's very much like his pandemic album. And Nick Cave is a guy as well, like you know, he's he's a man of kind of many talents. And one of his big things now is being the red hand files, where it's like an almost kind of like agony ant forum that he has on his website where people will ask him questions. He's I think I'm not sure when he started it, but you know, people and he ask him questions. Answers them. And he'll just reply to people at random. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he runs this. I've never heard of know, this. It's always turned into a bloody fucking enemy article or something that pops up like like they'll just take word for word copy that and call it journalism like you yeah. know the, the thing. But you know he like you know he's a guy who thinks a lot. He's a, a pensive kind of man. But like this album, I haven't even talked about the music yet. Um, it's 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 soft at times, but then at times it's got a real say punky thing. I think there's there's an elephant in the room with it, and that's the song "White Elephant" is just incredible. It's I, if you have to listen to a song, listen to that one. I think that's
0: one of the best songs written of this year. The lyrics in that song are fucking. I great. think
1: so. If not the last like few years, the the I, the,
0: the lyrics. I, I know this is your part, and I'm interrupting, but just when you sent when you sent that album to me, I was like, fucking hell! It's so tongue in cheek and like expertly written, like expertly written. But I'll let you, I'll let you, sorry for interrupting. And it's very direct
1: for a guy like Nick Cave who norm. no, you're grand. No, no, this is what it's all about, man. Uh, for a guy like Nick Cave who who can write very abstract or in like stories that like you don't, like he'll write in like fables and stuff like, of like, he'll take an ancient Greek story and like turn it into a song from a new perspective or something. Yeah. You know, you don't really know what, a lot of the time what he's trying to say. The whole, his whole thing is kind of you kind of listen and and have your own thoughts along with this, you know, it's kind of that sort of music. Yeah. Like, but, like some of the lines in, in that White Elephant song, I mean, it's, it's kind of about the sort of Black Lives Matter movement, which is like, you know, he's never, I from as far as I can recall, he's never been so like overtly referencing a kind of political thing. Mm. But it's like, you don't know in this song, and it doesn't matter, you don't know, like, if he is the cop, if he is the protester, if he is like, where, what his, who is he singing from? But it's but that's brilliant. That's what's fantastic because, about like, it. It's just so the hairs on your back go up when, like he says, the, the line is like, like "What does he say?" He says, "I'll just read out this yeah, first, It's Just you can just read when you read it out, it makes. It, I'm a Botticelli Venus with a penis riding an enormous scalloped fan. (laughs) I'm a seafoam woman rising from the spray and I'm coming to do you harm. With a gun in my pants full of elephant tears and a seahorse on each arm, with my elephant gun of tears I'll shoot you all for free. If you ever think about coming around here, I'll shoot you in the fucking face if you think about coming around here.
0: If you ever think of coming around here, I'll shoot you in the fucking face if you think of coming around here. Sculpture
1: melting in the sun. I'm an ice sculpture with an
0: elephant gun. It is so intense. Doesn't he repeat? I'll shoot you in the fucking face quite a bit afterwards as well.
1: Yeah, he, he kind of repeats on that, and he's like, "I'm an ice sculpture melting in the sun. I'm an ice sculpture with an elephant gun." Like,
0: yeah, he's basically a ticking clock. It, it's just something. His aggression yeah, is a ticking clock. But then yeah. the
1: amazing thing about the song is like the transition. There's like this end bit that's so gospel and uplifting and like, it's so hopeful and it's, it like takes all this like rage and like what feels like just this current discourse online of people just being aggressive, whatever. And it's just like trying to unite people in like this sort of positive, like we will get to a good place in the end. And I think this whole album really is like, it's hit, it's him as a man who's like dealt with a lot of loss in his life it's like his musings on the collective loss that like the world has kind of been through, I think in the last year, cause he only wrote this during the pandemic and stuff. And it's not as direct as that, you know, it's like, that's what I take from It's like, you know, he's, he's singing about like the, all the things we're missing, all the things that we have, but also the things we have to look forward yeah. to. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, 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 it's really spiritual or something. in this sounds so wanky, but like, it's, it's that kind of music. Like that's what I think he kind of goes for It's this kind of like gospel sort of spiritual, like, this is kind of a mass. <laughs> do you know what I mean? This is a church, like um, as well, like he, he's able to like deliver these, like really like he'll do these weird, like, you know, poetic, like very much painting a scene and out in the song, you know, where you don't really know what the point of it is sometimes, but like, that's just, he's just making a clear a picture, but then he'll come out with a line like, and it's only love with a little bit of rain. And I hope to see you again. Yeah, and like, like, that and just floors me like that when he sings that. Cause so. it's like, it's, it's like everyone kind of feels that right now. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, I hope to see you again. It's so simple, but it's true. Yeah, it's completely true. It's, I love so this fact I can't even
0: think of the amount of people um, that I haven't seen the, over this year that I, that I would see on a very yeah. regular basis. Like
1: The only thing I would say as a drawback of this album is I think that the I think White Elephant is almost like, I adore this album. I really do. But I think White Elephant is like, it stands out so much, like, and I don't think there's anything that comes close except for maybe the title track, Carnage. I don't think anything comes close to, like, the scale and the, like, impact of that Mm. song. Like, that song is like, it's maybe, like, it's like, it's similar. It gave me similar feelings to This Is America. Yes, I completely understand that. Yeah, I
0: completely understand that.
1: But as well, I mean, like, it's not to discredit the music, like, the actual instruments and, like, the layers and the orchestration. It's just gorgeous start to finish. Um, it's got a bit more of like old school Nick Cave, like, well, I say old school, like, I mean, before the last decade, like the Abattoir Blues and that sort of like, you know, punky sort of folk blues thing that he kind of did some a little bit there, kind of comes back in, but with like electric drums. Anyway, it's, I highly recommend that everyone should listen to that song, Wide Elephant. And it's not, I suppose, you know, it's not a song where like you have to like, the point of the song is not the 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 you know controversial kind of verses it's the sort of end it's the like the 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 chorus of voices like together in a kind of harmony and peace and you know it sounds so cheesy but i think in contrast to like how grim and like hair raising the first half of the song is compared to that is like this weird payoff that for me is just like oh it's like that song at a gig if he yeah like, me, a, that'd be amazing fucking Headlines EP. I could imagine they might, with his last few albums, they might put him as a Sunday night EP if they could, if they could afford him or whatever, if he's free, and that song would be
0: oh, yeah, Momentum. amazing, be very like yeah, 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 it'd be an intense song. It is an intense song. It's a fantastic song as well, though. Like it was, it was kind of one of the songs like the first time I heard it, I had goosebumps.
1: Yeah, he he keeps referencing like similar things in all the songs, which kind of ties them together. Like he'll be like you know, there is a kingdom, he'll keep saying there's a kingdom and, you know, I'm not very like a Christian or whatever, but I do think that, you know, when there's, there's a nice kind of like, you know, concept of like a kingdom is like, a kingdom, I suppose, sounds monarchy, but like a, a place of where, uh, like an equal yeah. world, a happy world, even though it's kingdom is not actually that, which is funny enough, but I think that's the meaning of it in like Christianity, where like everyone is a king or whatever, everyone is among equals, but he keeps kind of referencing that and also like the sun but also it's like, you can't, Praise the song. you can't escape that it's like, <laughs> he'll say son. And like, I don't know if he means his son or the son oh, shit, yeah. and I don't know if, I don't know if you're meant to know. It's like, it's a, you know, Ambiguity like that, that still carries through in his music, but in, in a way where it's like, he's not writing about those things, but it seems to still come out like the same sort of honesty, I guess this sort of honest approach to songwriting, even though he's quite abstract in his, you know, stories or whatever but i absolutely loved it i highly recommend Um, maybe sometimes it can be too intense of an album if you're like not in a not in a in a certain way if you're feeling really really sad maybe don't listen to it yeah but if you're just feeling like you want to be inspired definitely listen to it like it's brilliant
0: all right well like i'll i'll go with Album. I should probably say that for the body as well. If you're depressed, don't listen to the body. Um, and if you're depressed, definitely don't listen to this one, which is um, "Poor uh, Portrayal of Guilt." Uh, we Are Alone is the name of this album. Uh, it was released in February by Closed Casket Activities. So um, these guys, I actually got to meet them when I when, when I the night that I met. So the night that I met Touche More and Death Heaven, I also met these guys. So they were the supporting act for Touche More and Death Heaven on their joint tour in Paris. And um, I was extremely drunk when I met them. Uh, and um, like, I mean, extremely <laughs> drunk. And they play, I think like the best way to kind of simplify it, like they play like hardcore punk, um, but like it's blackened. So like it, it has like, it's 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 very much black metal, but it's, it is hardcore punk with the two of them combined. So it's a three piece. And I met them uh, and was like, uh, they're from Texas. And I was like, I do not know this type of music came out of Texas as if I'd been living there for 10 years um and they 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 <laughs> they were like go away but uh they are probably the most relentlessly heavy group i've ever heard um to put it bluntly they are like i think like I'm, like sonically, sonically, Barra, I feel like I've heard that from you. No, every this year, is like, well. I, have, I always, I heaviest. always find these guys are. Is it like hot
1: sauces? In yeah, it is, is like it, hot sauces. Is it similar to it hot is, sauces? Yeah, that's very accurate. But uh, <laughs> you're just gonna keep going to the next heaviest one, like.
0: So like, I think the body, like, like emotionally, would be very heavy. These guys sonically are ridiculous. So there's a song. The so when I saw them, they had a song called. Um, what is it? Uh, the end of man will bring peace to the earth. Was was this song? And I swear to God, it's one of the heaviest songs I've ever heard. I s- genuinely. But um, so yeah, they play they play hardcore punk, um, with black metal. There's a bit of power violence into it. There's there's some noise stuff not too much but it's basically like what is the most what is the what is the best way that we can make this the most disgusting heavy fucking thing that we can ever heard and be just relentless the whole way through um all these things that i'm saying are good uh and uh like in terms of metal there it's 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 just like the lead singer like matt king um who was also the guitarist he has these like shredded vocals and it's it's that screamo vocal and i mean like real screamo i don't mean like when you were like sixteen, and someone, oh, Michael McRomas or Screamo. I mean, like it's this re- like high pitch, wretched, awful sounding stuff, and it's just amazing. Um, and it comes at such a fucking speed, and the drumming is in- insane on this album. Like, I mean, like it's it's um, you kind of got you got your blast beats, but you have like he mixes it up in such a way that it ne- it's never boring. Like, you the, the just because sometimes i think when you get when you get albums this heavy sometimes i think people will just rely on you know the guitar driven stuff and very much that's just how wretched and awful the vocals can be mm-hmm. um they don't really the drumming can also just it can just be that kind of like blast beat the whole time and there's never really much variation uh the drummer uh, what's his name um i can't remember his name but he throws in he throws in a good bit of like variation that it's interesting the whole way through and by the way the album's really short it's only 30 it's mm-hmm. it's less than 30 minutes so like most songs range from like three minutes to four minutes, and then there's like a couple of minute and a half tracks on it. But um, it basically what it does is with the short time length is it starts off, it tells you exactly what it is, and then it finishes. There's no fucking, there's no filler in this whatsoever. It is balls to the wall, just bang, 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 bang. But in terms of like lyricism, it's very similar to the body in that it's basically I don't want to be on this earth anymore. I hate humans um us as a society and humans are pieces of shit we treat each other like pieces of shit um i would say that it's like i'd say that it kind of verges on the depressive state so like probably maybe trigger warning if you're not fully uh okay don't listen to this album because it is extremely depressing um to put it bluntly but it is again like it's just amazing, like it's just ridiculously heavy, like there's there's lyrics like, uh, the rope grows tighter around my hands, behind my back, pulling just hard enough to break the skin, we step near the water, I feel the rope loosen, I lie motionless, the tape is removed from my eyes, from my mouth, to reveal the devil himself. So it's this kind of like, there's this very existentialism stuff in it, that like it's this kind of, you're in this void of like, oh, is there any point to, is there any happiness in the world to be found at all? And it, it never really relents on that kind of theme whatsoever. And then, like, one of the songs that I love on a masochistic oath. Five, five. Is, is one of these songs where you really hear the black metal influence so like if you really like Bathory or like Emperor you kind of hear that kind of like that chugginess to it but you also hear like really really strong elements of hardcore so I think people who are if they're really really into like extremely heavy hardcore they'd really 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 love this album and then like uh, like again like vocals the the lyrics the lyrics from this from Masochist XO, so like I'm a masochist in my blood i bathe drowning in my own self-hatred i can feel my lungs as begin to fail bathing in an agony covered in shame this burden will, of living never seems to end so it is very like it's and then i think the final final line that is a dialogue. It, it's 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 not as i said not for the sake of the sun heart to shine. But just the <laughs> level of kind of like, of how they're able to mix it up are, are seamlessly able to blend stuff that never seems like it's tacked on. It never seems, it's like, oh, we should throw in a hardcore element here or, oh, we should put in some power violence here. But it just, the the way they blend it is done seamlessly. But as I said, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's a pretty fucking, it's a heavy album. Um, I'd highly recommend it. That was, uh, again... Demon gates are opening, that. yeah. I remember showing them to Owen DeForge and Owen DeForge is like, it's kind of cool that you can actually hear the um the hardcore elements, but he goes like holy fuck that's insanely heavy. And by the way, they're just yeah. as intense live. Yeah. They're 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 amazing live. It's crazy the amount of noise they can make with just three guys on stage as well. But anyway, that's my pick pick wow. number two. The my only complaint about this album actually, uh the 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 Portray of Guilt album is that the album cover is really uh shit like. That's my only complaint because they've had they've had they've had really good kind of album covers that kind of think perfectly um, kind of pick the band out but this one is just it's a it's like the girl from it's like a twin from The Shining with purple skin in some fucking oh, that's it's sh- shit isn't it's it? Shy, it I, I don't think it does
1: th- it looks like a compilation for Billie Eilish yes like a bad it's compilation it's really annoying you because I mean? if in like 20 years there's a genre for Billie Eilish and they make a shitty compilation like It's
0: it's, not it's like now. I'm gonna, gonna be edgy. And like th- this this That's is what I love about this band is that they're they're yeah. they the the kind of the the area that they're in within the music kind of uh spectrum is you could get really cringy and their lyrics are on the potential of kind of like I'm writing these super dark and twisted lyrics for the sake of writing super dark and twisted lyrics. But I actually think they have a bit of genuine, mm-hmm. genuine kind of feel to them. But then you see the album cover and you're like, oh you ruined it. Like that's my only complaint, is you know, just that the album cover could have been a bit cooler. But um that's my th- that's my yeah. second pick anyway.
1: Okay. Um so this may come as a surprise to you, Bara, and to many other people. <laughs> it's a band I don't really know much about. Um they seem quite uh Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's your boys. It's the boys King Gizzard <laughs> with LW. Oh, you
0: went with and LW. I'll just
1: preface because any friends. Yeah, because KG was last year, man. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, I'll just yeah, preface. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sorry. By saying to any friends who are listening, I'm self-aware. I am a robot that will take over the information highways. Self-aware as fuck that I go on about this band too much. <laughs> but what I would say is normally as much as i love them whenever they've re- for as long as i've known them since like 2016 or so every time they've released an album it's never been like my favorite album and it's still only feckin' april or whatever it's never always been my favorite album there's always something else that like to me is just like a better start to finish mm-hmm. listen but i just love how creative they are between albums and all this but what i would say is this album i think is one of their best I don't know if it's my favorite of theirs, but I just think it's one of their best albums. It is, like, it's it's the only thing I can think that's, like, similar, but, like, not, because they sound so, like, like themselves. There's nobody really sounds like them, especially on this, because this album's a bit like a greatest hits of songs that they made up, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's dipping in and out of all the different things they did. It's not doing that much, like, new stuff, but it kind of is. For for them, I mean, not for other music, but because this band has seventeen albums. Is that almost know, they're on? And they, I thought they were like fourteen never, or something. Yeah, this is the seventeenth. You no, know, and like they're a band that, like, f- for as much as you might think they sound kind of the same, no, they don't. Like, they really never, they never make an album the same twice. But this, the last two albums, KG and LW, which KG was released last year and LW this year, are kind of a double album, greatest hits. All I'd say is just this album has so much to me. It's important to note if you're going to listen to it or any of the stuff from these three, the two albums they have and this other one is that they're microtonal, which if you're a fan of the band, you're sick of hearing people having to explain this on like things. But like basically in Western music, I'll use the guitar, for example, just to get it across. There are 12 notes possible basically in Western scales, which is like right? That's all you can do. So every song is a combination of like one of those things that I just played in Western music, but they've played, they've changed their guitars to play notes in between that. So they doubled the amount of notes, basically it's trying to make this simple. So this song, this album, basically this music, when you first kind of hear it, it sounds kind of weird and you're like, this sounds kind of out of tune or like, I don't know, like it's kind of weird. But as a guy who's listened to the, the first album they did of this and 2017 got so used to that one having then heard these two albums like some people say oh they sound the same like the first one and i'm like no they're completely different like these are different songs they're so different in what they're trying to do they're all they're like they're much like more poppier brighter like fully arranged and the only thing i could think that's kind of similar is like it's a bit of a Radiohead in rainbows kind of thing where like for me this album lw is like so much ear candy, like so many little parts that just like slot in so nicely or like groove or like add colors or like so much stuff uh, goes on in this uh, this album. Each song is its own like style kind of, but it flows pretty well into each other. Um, like the standout for me is the song Static Electricity. just mental it's like if dr dre made a middle eastern song <laughs> um that that's such like a good way of describing it. like but but also like that's like it's also kind of like groovy and like maybe queens of the stone agey but i guess queens of the stone age can sound kind of maybe mid- but it's it's just the last the end of the song is thrilling like i cannot wait it's gonna happen where there's gonna be some festival this is the second time I mentioned festivals, I fucking love being at music in a oh, crowd really of people doesn't. that, like, are not, like, necessarily familiar with a band, but, like, the band kind of brings them on, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't know this band, but I'm getting into this, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's the best feeling, I think, when you're just dancing to something that you don't really know, but, like, you're having so much fun. When they play this song at a festival, people are going to walk away and be like, oh my god, like, that, but, like, but that, the whole song is, like, a weird slippery st- snake, like, it just it literally slips around the time signatures are bizarre, but like it works. It's, it feels very like you can bob your head to it, even though the music is like repeating at strange points.
0: As a person who um, kind of dips their finger into King is it in the lizard Wizard and enjoys them. Like I do genuinely enjoy them, but I find it like I find with the band just because they have so much material, it's kind of daunting to try and get into them. I think this is a really good, the obviously um, Mm. KG is brilliant. I think KG is amazing, but this album is—it's just so good as well. And it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's odd sounding, but it's not so odd that I think it would throw people off. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a—it's that perfect level. See, of- I
1: think that's the the microtones. I think I think that's the thing. Like the the actual because they we're not used to hearing yeah. that sound. It's like if someone started adding. It's like with an alphabet, you start using different like symbols and stuff. It's like we don't use them, so we're not familiar. I couldn't I couldn't tell you what an A with the like circle above it sounds like i just don't know you know but it's kind of similar where but for me i'm used to it now and now when i hear funny enough they have opened the door for me to like when i hear stuff that's kind of middle eastern like dead can dance or whatever heard in the shop today oh, which i know brilliant. they're like a white yeah, brand or whatever brilliant. but regardless if i'm hearing this kind of these microtones now i love them like it's like it makes sense it's like i've discovered a new spice yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. in in songs and it's you know and like so I've listened this out like this came out in the same day as Nick Cave and they're both two of my favorite artists which normally yeah it's mm, the, mental day <laughs> I listen to this so much more than the Nick Cave one at the start but it's just because it's just so much ear candy like but the only thing I would say um is that the last song is you are you familiar with the last
0: song uh I'm gonna say no for the sake of the the, the podcast
1: <laughs> okay the last song is like, so the rest of the album is not that heavy. It's like quite like groovy Middle Eastern sounding is the only way I can, th- it, which doesn't, it, it's kind of a problematic way of saying it because it's not really Middle Eastern, but it's yeah, just like I know, the scale yeah, kind of sounds mean, like yeah. that because it's the only reference you have for it. But like the songs, like some of them sound like 90s, like Dinosaur junior sort of songs. Some of them sound like kind of tools. Some of them sound like kind of pop songs. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it's weird, but they've got this same kind of tuning. But the last song is like this kind of, really heavy sort of proggy metal kind of song that's like eight minutes long and the only criticism i'd say is like as if you were to listen to just this lw album that song sticks out like a fucking sore thumb it's like it's like a meme how it doesn't flow as the rest of it does and it kind of really annoys me but if i list if i listen to which this is the second half of a double album but like they're both kind of standalone you don't really need to listen to both, or you don't need to listen to both to enjoy it. But if you li- if you listen to the first one and then this one, it's an amazing ending. But as just a half, it's like it's a, it's like Jesus. It's so much like. But it's kind of like that last song. It's almost like they've written their own wrestling entrance music. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like when they come out to a gig now, it's going to be that because they just sing KGLW, like which is their initials. Yeah, and I get it. Yeah, like yeah. it's like a wrestling theme song. Yeah, no, I get <laughs> That's exactly. all I think of about, is like yeah. Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then also like the first song is like starts really noisy, but then it goes into this like almost like home shake or like so they've got a you know unknown mortal orchestra like quaint little janky indie song you know yeah, funky yeah. funky kind of psychedelic song, and it's it sounds really off the first time you hear because again the keys are kind of pitched weirdly, but like it it it's very charming like. After you listen to it a few times, you're like, "Ooh, lovely," and it just flows so nicely from the album before and into this one. Um, I just think it's like, as I say, ear candy is how I put it. The lyrics are actually great as well, but with the, with them, I find you never really pay attention to the lyrics because the way they sing is very like blunt, like an instrument. Like it's it doesn't it whereas it doesn't have like much like nuance to the way, except for like certain singers in the band.
0: Yeah, but I know what you mean. Yeah. By
1: and large, it's just like words as as like music, not as like words. But the lyrics are actually pretty good. But yeah, if you ever I know I've rambled about this band and I try not to, I really do. But if you ever were curious to dip your finger in, if you like Radiohead, I think is the only thing I can think of for this album, not all their other stuff, but this album reminds me of Radiohead in in just the way of all these different parts and different like like I don't know, just it's its own kind of universe mm. of music. It's its own thing. It doesn't, it's, it doesn't have many people that sound that similar. Obviously you get muse that sound like radio head, but you know, whatever. Like it's, it's a weird one, but my God, I just can't stop listening to it still. And that's me. Like
0: that's you. So that's your number one pick of the, of the year so far. So, uh, so we'll far. move So we'll pick my one. Now mine is by, uh, Mare Cognitum, uh, the album's called Solar Paroxysm. So uh, this is a black metal band. Um, surprise, surprise! Uh, but the um, it's a one man <laughs> black metal band. So one man black metal bands was kind of like you used to see it quite a bit in the nineties and the early nineties. You don't really see it as much more. So I recently started getting into like one man black metal bands. So like uh, Mismore would be one that I think is amazing. Like Karn C A I R N was probably one of the best metal albums I heard last year, if not my, my favorite metal album last year. But I thought these guys, when I heard about these guys, Merrick Oginton, I was described that it, it was like, it's a sci-fi black metal album. And I was just like, what the fuck does that even, what does that even sound like? So was very interested, was very interested in it. And when I heard it was by one man, it was by one man who did, oh, he did the drumming, he did the bass, he did the guitar, did the vocals, everything. His name's Jacob. Um, B-U-C- z-a-r-s-k i'm not gonna pronounce that because i'll fuck it up but um so it consists of five songs uh nearly an hour long um and the artwork that i saw is this kind of like i suppose what's the best way to describe it like a like an earth kind of imploding on itself like the lava coming up and the lightning hitting the floor of it and then when i started reading the lyrics to it and Mm -hmm. listening to it and and seeing people talk about it it's essentially basically like an an epilogue to um to an Earth ending in and of itself. So do you notice a theme here? Um, but uh, <laughs> that's my last three picks. Yeah. But basically, it's 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 a, it's a it's a it's a goodbye letter to a to a planet that has done nothing but like uh, destroy itself internally, whether it be like environmentally or um, or socially or whatever, um. And then it's kind of like this, it, but it's not all negative to say the least, but it's about like trying to find beauty in like the cosmos further and hoping, ho- in my mind, this is what I found is that hoping that there's beauty further on, but the, 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 from leaving a dead planet, but it's very much ingrained in like sci-fi and cosmos and kind of this, this, uh, this int- intrigue to us out there, but at the same time, condemning what was happening on the planet And basically, being like we could have said, like it's very, it's very um, environmental kind of focused. It's like we could have saved what we Mm -hmm. had, but a couple of dickheads wouldn't play ball. um, Is is kind of the 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 main message from that I got with it. But um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like uh, and what I love about it, it's like it's five songs, it's nearly an hour, but it's never boring. Like it genuinely, it's never ever boring. But um, like even on like the like as I said with the sci fi theme. Um, like the opening, the some of the lyrics on the very on the very first song, which is Antarctician, which I don't know if that's a reference to Antarctica, but it's uh, we have unveiled the harrowing end of our world. We have foreseen the devouring of our galaxy. When the light has gone, so too will our memories. What is seen must never be forgotten. The wisdom of eternity we carry into the furthest reach of the cosmos, far away from our faded dying suns. So I actually I thought the lyrics were actually really really beautiful in a very bittersweet way, but they're also very kind of like. Ooh, like they, they Mm. they could almost belong in star Trek, but they're delivered with this kind of like wretched screaming, which is kind of like, no, like it's kind of, it's a very staple of black metal, the way that it's delivered, but they kind of throw in, he throws in these lows, like these really like heavy, heavy lows every so often, which kind of just break it up that little bit more just to make it really interesting. So it's not just, you're not dealing with the same kind of vocal Mm. shred the whole time. Um, Now, for people who aren't interested in black metal at all, this album won't really interest you that much, to be perfectly honest. But I don't think it's, for anybody who wants to get into black metal, I don't think it's as compromising and as complex um, as, say, I don't think it's as like, so say, for instance, like if you listen to bands like Dark Throne and Mayhem, like the 90s black metal, maybe even like Celtic Frost and that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff was well not Celtic Frost because that was first way Black Metal but second way Black Metal, uh like Emperor and all that kind of stuff. That stuff was made to kind of force you out. The whole reason that the sound of it was basically like we don't want fucking noob newbies and like regular people coming in and listening to our genre. So it was recorded in a particular way that would go no this will all this will automatically make you not interested because it's so icy and mm-hmm. raw it sounds like it was recorded with a potato um this this i'm not even messing like if you go back and listen to the old Darkstone stuff um particularly um under a funeral moon this album is actually made in such a way that the production on it is so tight and really 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 good that it's that it's that perfect level of raw but it's not as so raw like it's perfect level of raw and like super good production, but it's not that level of raw that would make you go mm. like as an outsider to heavy metal in my, and this is my opinion, by the way, anybody else can say whatever, but it does not basically go like, Oh fuck you. You could listen to this as an, as a person who's not normal to black, not black was not the norm. And I think you'd get it. And I think you would, you would find success, especially if you're reading the lyrics while listening to it, because the while it is that kind of wretched vocal uh if you read the lyrics along with it you can kind of make out what he is and the lyrics are be- the lyrics are genuinely beautiful they're about like dying stars and all this kind of like um oh what we could have done to save things it's 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 existential but at the same time it's like it's like we we have the potential to change it and if we don't we can go to the cosmos is kind of what I got from it so it's not it's not doom and gloom it's not the body um it's not betrayal of guilt though two of them are mm. the very bet-
1: there's, there's an there's an, there
0: is there. there is an optimism there that, 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 that there can, there's a potential to change and you can hear that through the music as well which um, I'll move on to now so like, so as I said the production is actually started. the voices are these high wretched screams with these lows which is fantastic but the, the drumming, so as I said it's a one man band so the, the guy who's doing the drumming is the same guy who's doing the guitar is the same guy doing the bass and what he does is, and is, mm. it's the same kind of the thing that I said with, I say with Portrait of Guilt in that it's like now these songs, like Portrait of Guilt songs were, you know, they're, they're they're max maybe three minutes, four minutes. Most of the time they're a minute long. Uh, these songs are about 10 minutes long each. It's five songs that make up an hour, um, if not longer. But the what I find, if like you'll find this a lot with some metal bands, which is the same thing I said about Portrait of Guilt, is that they'll just do blast beats and it'll just be blast beats the whole time and it doesn't really change, and it goes, oh, what's well, the drumming? So all we need is this kind of heavy, I find like most bands go, all we need is this kind of heavy, not most bands, but you have these bands that go heavy, 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 no one's really going to focus on the drums. Everyone wants to hear that kind of wretched vocal and this kind of cool, like, trebleo guitar-picking guitar, which is synonymous with black metal. It's it's always trebleo picking But um, he actually does it in such a way that um, he's playing the drums, and then he flips it every so often, in these little bits that just makes it just that little bit more interesting. So you're not listening to the same repetitive kind of thing all the time. And it's never the same kind of drum tempo Mm -hmm. on every song. Everything is kind of mixed, which I really love. But the highlight of this album for me, like the real, real, real highlight in terms of the musicianship of it is the guitar work because there's so much solos on this, like which you never really hear on black metal albums. You don't really, it's not, they're never really solo driven. Um, with the solos in this album, and I'm not one for guitar solos, I'll be perfectly honest with you. But the guitar work throughout it is like holy fuck, like really, like holy fuck, it's so good. And it makes it like it makes songs that kind of like these heavy kind of like oh shit oh shit oh shit, and then these solos come in and they just lift it, and they make you kind of li- they do it so so they do the lyrics such as that they lift it in that kind of way. That it's like oh, this is where the positivity is. This is where the kind of like. The um, not everything is fucked. If essentially, Uh, it just works so well, and it's just and it's so seamless as well. So um, a highlight for me would be in terms of solo. I have it written down here for you, Zach, to listen to. Um, Terra Requiem. What's the band called? Mare Cognitum. -Cognitum. Oh, by the way, I haven't said that Mare Cognitum means the the sea that has become the sea that has become known is what that means is Merrick okay. it's such a cool band name I love it as well
1: sorry i got so carried away man that was so good (laughs) holy shit it was class i listened to like over a minute of it by accident i just just totally uh yeah
0: Yeah, it's 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 i think i think it's a really i think it's but it's, it's very much like the sound of it is very much like it's it's traditional black metal i think like black metal is one of these genres that like that 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 element of it like that that actual like that 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 kind of old school black metal has been done to death but and i listen to like a lot of it so i listen to like i try and listen to bands that kind of change it up mm. but what i loved about this album was that it was it was really something new like it was it was very much a political and um environmental focused album disguised as kind of like this sci-fi epic and it is like if you listen to it you can genuinely hear this kind of cosmic theme going on to it so it's kind of like bringing new life into kind of a, of a format that's been kind of done to death. But at the same time, like um, lyrically, it's fantastic. It's just, it's just nice. To, it, in my opinion, I think it's just brilliant to listen to. There's a certain level of epicness in it. And then it has these beautiful moments as well. Um, and just the one thing that blows my mind is like, and I, like you, I think you're forgetting was why we listened to it is that it was made by one guy, that one guy did all of that. Like the whole, oh, yeah, it's one guy. It's the, that's it's crazy. insane, like. Um, but yeah, I think like if for fans of like I'd say like for, for particularly for fans of Blood Incantation, I know Blood Incantation are a death metal band, but I th- I don't know why Mare Cognitum reminds me so much of them. But that be and it's that'd be my number one pick of the year so far. I think it's a fucking amazing album. Wow, it's an amazing album. But uh, yeah, that's me it's, wrapped up anyway.
1: It's pretty metal, but I. God, I love that. What was the terror? terror it was that a cool song, song was yeah. Class. I love that, yeah. Um and Frozen Star divinization. How do you pronounce that word? Christ.
0: Divinization? 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 Yeah. I don't know either.
1: <laughs> I think you just say divinization. Div divinization. divinization. Even though it's divine, I think you say divin.
0: Um Yeah. I think actually if anybody doesn't know me, I think
1: I gotta say I like
0: it. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think,
1: and I'm not a black metal guy, but that that was cool. Like, I like those little snippets, in the and way. the
0: lyrics are like, read the lyrics. I'm beautiful. definitely gonna give that. A spin. Yeah, it's a good one. So it's by uh, the label that made it was, um, extra conscious records were the the label that made it. But like the like, I can't, I still can't believe it's by one guy. Like the amount of like Mismore now are one of the are a black metal band that I listen to, but it's it's still it's one guy. You're like, how the fuck does one guy? be this good because like i'm not saying like different genres are you know like you know oh you can do a one-man rock band but black metal is like the 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 like um the the trebelo picking which is that the level of sp- speed. speed to be good to be sp- to be yeah. able to be speed all that kind of stuff consistent And the, the picking as well, as well. like Treble picking and is apparently is I, like i'm not a musician now but i remember listening to michael and she says it's similar to how people play violin it's a very particular the, the way they get that kind of like noise from it it's not your normal way of playing guitar and then on top of that no,
1: you you very much have to like uh almost you really have to like release and it's like you're you have to go so fast that you're approximately hitting the notes kind of at the same time is the best way to approach obviously you want to be perfectly rhythmically in time but when you're going that fast it's just not likely that you're gonna actually be able to play everything the same but it's like you have to, it's, it's also like a fucking workout in your hand, like try and do that, like for, you know, 30 seconds. And that's not even the fastest that you have to go. Like, (laughs) like
0: to come to be able to do the guitar picking, the bass picking, the, like the blast. I kind of like blast beats, I would say are horrendous Mm. to do for a whole, like 10 minutes on and then yeah. having to mix it up enough that it doesn't sound like you're repeating yourself and then having to learn how to do that wretched horrible scream like you know what i mean like i've been trying to do it for years and i still haven't been able to do it <laughs> but uh man that was so fun i really enjoyed that um i'd nearly do a monthly series of this and yeah. i thought that was class like yeah it's great fun
1: i think monthly it would have to be uh maybe one album yeah it would have
0: to be one yeah because it's we've been talking for two hours <laughs> Cause, cause. <laughs> and I think we'll leave it there. This is this cool with you man <laughs> yeah absolutely